this is Nika Mars with the Wildberry Podcast, a short weekly astrological forecast. Um, today is Sunday, February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day 2022. And this week um, is a very important week because not only for Valentine's Day, for all of you in relationships who celebrate, but the full moon is actually on Wednesday morning, so I will go over that and any significant energies that are going to be affecting us. And uh, the moon also will go through four different signs. Today it's in Cancer, um, today Sunday, and early this morning it will change into Leo, then it will go through Virgo, Libra, ending next Sunday changing into Scorpio. So we have a lot to cover and let's get started. So today is Sunday and so we're starting this week off with the moon in Cancer and it will only be here briefly as it's going to change into Leo early in the morning. I seem to have lost the lid to my pen, so if you hear me rustling around, that is what I'm looking for. Um, yeah, so I looked at the sunrise time for today since we're starting our week off Sunday. I mean, you can calculate this differently depending on what day you choose to start your seven-day sequence on. Um, I chose to use Sunday because that's the day I do a lot of prep for the the whole week and this is just like what I've come up with and what helps me structure my life and I'm hoping that it offers some value to you. So this morning the moon is in two um, triangular formations with two other planets. That means that they have angles which means something in astrological science um not just to one planet but to two and so it forms a triangle and the moon is connected with neptune and vesta and this is a mystic triangle with um neptune actually at the right angle apex which means that um Neptune is the planet that is under a lot of pressure. So it's interesting to look at that. Neptune represents our faith and um, spirituality and the way that we see the world, but it also represents illusion and things that are not true. So sometimes people's faith and spirituality can also get the better of them and it guides us as well as misleads us. So it's under pressure right now between an opposition of Vesta and the moon and there's many ways to interpret this but as I talk more about the way that this week looks that formation actually provides quite a bit of insight because we'll come back to Vesta and the moon but Vesta is the home hearth Vesta is a goddess 
the Vestal Virgins, if you know anything about Roman history, the Vestal Virgins like tended the home flame of the Roman Empire, and they thought that if the flame went out, then the Roman Empire would be no more. And in um, not just Roman cultures, but also indigenous cultures and cultures all over the world, the hearth fire in the central fire of a home um, was always extremely important because often if the fire went out in the middle of winter, that could mean death at a time without air conditioning and central heating. (laughs) Vesta represents our home and how important that is and that aspects of the feminine and the, the part of tending Um, that you have to do in order to keep a home alive and the moon represents the entirety of the feminine and Vesta is like a piece of that so it's almost like um even though the idea of feminine and masculine they're both like big ideas like you could pick those apart into smaller segments of expression and if there's an opposition between two segments of the same whole in this idea of the feminine, that could represent a um, incongruency within ourselves, so to speak. Um, and outside of ourselves too, it can manifest in maybe like like problems with other females in your life or feminine people who represent some sort of feminine energy or your home even um and and that could be it doesn't have to be a a woman but someone who represents these kinds of values and neptune represents our belief system and so something that we believe may be pulling us in two directions that may be we don't need to, maybe we need to trust a little bit, maybe we need to let go of our um, ideas about something, maybe we're assuming that we know more than we do about a situation. So that's the something that I noticed starting the week off. This theme really connects with the full moon and a few other things that happen. The moon will move from Cancer into Leo um, tomorrow morning early, probably while I'm still sleeping, thankfully, from about 2.30 in the morning to about 3.15 a.m. So I'll wake up and the moon will be in Leo, which is great for me because Leo is my moon sign, actually, so I always feel a really great sense of renewal um, when the moon comes into Leo, which is very ironic because I didn't realize that, but I started making this podcast. I've, I've made other, um, recordings, but this was the first one I'm actually making a point to, you know, just put out there. And, um, I always get that urge to start things or to restart things, or to get to, yeah, reinvigorate things whenever the moon is coming into Leo. And so when I saw that, I wasn't very surprised that I'm here right now doing this podcast. So, um, thankfully we made it through another moon cycle, talking to myself here. 
So the moon will be in Leo Monday, Tuesday, and part of Wednesday. Wednesday it will change back to Virgo. But for the time being, I'll go over those first three days and um, ending with going over the full moon. So after we come out of Cancer, Cancer can be a time for wanting to be a homebody, a little bit of that, and a time for recharging. Um, or connecting with others, maybe like close friends and things like that, people that you have a very like intimate connection with. When the moon comes into Leo, it's like the stage after that recharging, you know, and Leo is this lion and there's, it's very fiery and there's a sense of like power and pride. And one of the things historically, psychologically that gives people a lot of pride is, you know, their heritage and your heritage comes from your home, you know, or your background um, and the, the homes of your ancestors, if you will. So it's moving from a more passive emotional state of cancer, a state of sensitivity, um, into a more active experience of self and, a, and an experience of activity. Um, Leo is a much more active sign. Once the moon comes into Leo, you'll also start feeling the effects of that full moon because that full moon's going to happen at the end of its, of its cycle through there. Um, so it will have a lot more oomph than it normally would just because of that big moon bringing all that energy. On Monday morning at sunrise, uh, there's actually quite a few mystic triangles um, with a lot of different planets. I wish the name wasn't so cheesy because they're actually very interesting. Um, but I feel kind of silly saying there's so many mystic triangles, but there are, there actually are, and that's what they call them. Um, and a mystic triangle is when there's an opposition with a planet. That means two planet are, planets are opposite to each other. And those two planets at the same time form a, um, sextile... I think it's a sextile but another um or a trine another aspect with a third planet and that third planet is then um connecting with both of these planets that are in opposition at the same time and i'm counting about six happening uh, which is super interesting and they're six happening, but they're with smaller planets and with some nodes that aren't usually um, looked at in astrology. Um, normally, people focus on Jupiter and the bigger planets, and these ones are with some asteroids, Ceres and Pallas in particular, and they're being formed with Mercury and Pluto because Mercury and Pluto are actually conjunct together. They're very close to the same spot, not perfect conjunction, um, but close enough that they their gravitational pulls are going to be influencing um, us here. They're going to be working together. And the same thing, Ceres and the North Node are also conjunct. And um, Pallas is not conjunct, but forming the same angle, just in a, in a different position um, in Aries. And Pallas actually just came into Aries 10 p.m. the night before. Um, so, uh, tonight actually, to Sunday at 10 p.m., Pallas will change into Aries. 
So Mercury and Pluto are within two and a half degrees conjunct in house 12 Capricorn at sunrise on Monday. Capricorn is the sign of hard work and struggle and the 12th house is connected with past karma, known and unknown. And um, Mercury and Pluto in this kind of nebulous sign of the 12th house, together they, it represents kind of escapism and avoidance, but also seriousness because Capricorn is a seriousness. So it's not escapism as you would normally think with something fun, you know, like watching a lot of TV, but maybe something which you convince yourself is extremely serious and you, you need to distract yourself with it. And it could, in fact, be serious. However, sometimes there can be a tendency to hyper-focus on a serious issue to the point that other things are neglected. Or maybe it's a, it is a serious issue, but it's not something that you can really do anything about, but it's sapping a lot of your energy. Um, so that's the opposition. And um, it's opposing the moon coming into Leo. And the moon coming into Leo is like very energetic. And so you can see how that aspect with Mercury and Pluto in Capricorn is really like sapping that energy. The apex is the planet that's under the pressure of the opposition. Usually the part of us that's called to act in relation to that opposition. Now the apex of these mystic triangles uh, twofold. The first apex is Pallas in house one Aries and the, the second triangle is apex Ceres north node and um, Ceres in the north node is actually also active during the full moon and so I'm going to save that for the full moon and just go over Pallas right now. contradicting things in Greek mythology. She's a very complex goddess. Um, traditionally, she is thought of as being born from the head of Zeus, not from a mother, um, which has a whole bunch of implications that you can get into. Um, but it, there's, there's this idea of a thought form, uh, like so she is a creative force and a, um, also a goddess of wisdom, like the, the wisdom that exists within ourselves. She's also a warrior goddess and she was the defender of Athens. So she doesn't only represent inner wisdom and, you know, uh, spontaneous insight into things, um, but also manifesting insight into the world and practicing what you preach. 
Now, it turns out that this is actually incredibly useful for the opposition that we went over before between the moon and Mercury and Pluto and Capricorn. Um, Mercury and Pluto and Capricorn representing like a preoccupation with some issue and the emotional state of this moon in Leo uh, representing more of a focus on ourselves and so she is representing an access point that we can balance between the two she's in a harmonious aspect with um, Mercury and Pluto and also with the moon and so she's kind of like when when two friends are fighting and there's a third friend, you know, that's trying to, like, mediate between them. She's kind of representing that in this formation. So, I'm going to upload this week's um, forecast into three different episodes. Um, three different segments, probably corresponding more closely with the transition of the moon sign. Um, I'm kind of figuring out how I want to do this podcast as I go, so bear with me. It's, you know, the, the first few episodes are going to be working out some stuff. And um, so today we went over the moon in Cancer, the very last part of that, and we started out with the beginning of the moon coming into Leo. And we went over what that means in a general sense and also a few aspects that are going to start off the week. And tomorrow I will upload Tuesday and the full moon episode coming up on Wednesday. Okay, thank you for listening.